Well, good evening and welcome to Harvest Evangelical Free Church and Merry Christmas to all of you. Thank you so much for joining us as we prepare and celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ. And so thank you so much for being here. Well, let's begin our time together by praying and talking to the one that this season's all about. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for this season. We thank you most of all for your Son, Jesus Christ, whom you sent into the world. And Lord, uh, though we celebrate uh, a birthday at that time, the birthday of a king, Lord, we know that there is much more involved in the giving of your Son. Lord, you gave him so that we, through faith, might have life eternal. And for that, we are extremely grateful, Father. So, Lord, we ask your blessing on the service. Lord, I also just pray for each one that is here this evening. Lord, they, may they be blessed as they focus upon you. And we pray all this in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Welcome to everyone to sing Joy to the World with us. Oh, would you guys please stand? Not good at charades, I guess. <laughs>
month of December, we have been on a journey celebrating the names of Jesus Christ. The passage of scripture that we studied was Isaiah 9-6.
The passage reads, For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. This evening we light the fifth candle. It is the Christ candle. It represents God taking on humanity and coming into our world. Although we celebrate Jesus' birth, we must not forget the reason why Jesus came into our world. He came that we might have life. John 3.16 makes very clear why God gave us Jesus. For God so loved the world that he gave his only, his one and only son, that whoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Tonight, we not only celebrate Jesus' birth, we also celebrate the life he came to give, give each of us. Pray with me as we continue with our service. Jesus, we find great joy in knowing you came into our world. Our joy grows as we are reminded that you came into our world to show love and forgiveness. In addition to love and forgiveness, you came to give us eternal life. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Please stand and join us as we sing Heart the Herald Angels Sing. Heart the Herald Angels Sing Glory to the newborn King Peace on earth and mercy
In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria. And everyone went to his own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth to Galilee to Judea to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to men on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in a manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. he 
starry sky How I wish that I could have heard his cry I would give anything to have heard the angels sing Glory in the highest to the newborn king How I wish that I could have been there when The shepherds and the angels came to worship him What a joyful night it was in bed This time, I'd like to share a children's message with the children of the church here. So, if, would you please come up here for the message and join me? That would be awesome. Come on up. All right. Well, before we get to some words I'd like to share with you, I want you to watch a video of the Christmas story. And here's what's kind of neat about this. The kids tell the story, and the adults act out the story. So let's take a look at it. An angel came to see Mary. She was doing laundry, and then the angel just appeared, and she was really scared. So Gabriel was like, Mary, you're gonna have what? I can't, I can't say good. Mary, you're gonna have a baby. I, you're gonna have a baby. You will call him Jesus. And then Mary was like, I'm not gonna have a baby yet. I'm only a teenager. I'm not married. Then the angel Gabriel told Joseph that Mary is not lying. She, you are having a new baby. And so they met up. They went to Bethlehem, which was Joseph's old town. They ride a donkey. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. A camel. Oh, yeah, a camel. She said, this donkey's fast. Well, they tried to go to a hotel, and they asked the keeper um, for a place to stay. The keeper said, we have no rooms. Literally, no rooms. <laughs> so Mary. And Joseph walked away sadly, but then he said, The only place in here in Bethlehem that, that you can stay, stay is a staple. And then he just pointed the way and they followed. When the shepherds were taking care of the sheep, then they saw angels. The angels said, A new baby is getting born, who is king of the Jews. The angel were singing. 
us. And then the shepherd said, I think we should go there and meet him. The second Tysang said, yeah, I agree with you. And the other said, yeah, me too. They had to walk through a bunch of grass and bushes, maybe have to camp out at night. And then the wise man heard about it. And then a star appeared. Well, we should probably follow that star. It's pointing down to the barn. So maybe we should follow it. Maybe. So the wise men went to Jesus. They gave them gifts. A stuffed animal, like a hippo one, to have at home. Some diapers, and some wipes, and some milk, some shoes, some Jordans. Gold, Frank, and Latimer. And I don't know how I would survive in that barn. Too stinky, too crowded, and ugh. I think he probably pooped because the room was very smelly. Thank you for coming. He's adorable. He's gonna be our best friend. I love you, and you're the best baby I ever seen. There, I said it. <laughs> the new baby is gonna change the world. Right. That's exactly how Christmas happened, right? Kinda, kinda. Well, one of the great things about Christmas, as you guys know very well, is these things. Presents, right? Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, I was thinking about this gift here. Uh, this is a gift that we're going to give to our daughter. And... Uh, so I have a question. When does a gift become a gift? Well, yeah, you guys are on the right track. I mean, one, you got to give it, right? So there's got to be a giver. But uh, if there's only just a giver and not receive it, yeah. So the gift becomes complete when you finally receive it, yeah. right sometimes you gotta gotta get it first but you guys are on the right track so there's a lot of presents under the tree and so forth and you're going to exchange them but the gift doesn't really become a gift until you receive it you know so if you just said hey mom dad you can just keep all those presents i'm glad that you bought them i'm glad you wrapped them but hey just we'll just leave them there under the tree it's not a good deal is it no no when it then it really becomes a gift an exciting gift when you get to take it and unwrap it and enjoy it. Well, guess what? Jesus gives the gift of himself. He says, you know what? I came and I died for you so that you could have eternal life. And uh, so he gives himself. So when, okay, when does the gift of Jesus become a real gift to us? It's just like the present. When we... When you receive it, okay? So, Christmas is about God offering his one and only son. And, uh, but if nobody receives them, then it's no longer a gift. So remember, when it comes to Jesus, to experience the true gift of Jesus and his forgiveness and his salvation, you have to accept it. That's part of the gift. 
There's the giver, which is God, and there's the receivers, that is us. So remember, the gift becomes complete when you receive it. Well, I'm going to give you guys a gift, and I'm going to have Tucker's going to help us, and Talon, you're going to help us too. So there's two gifts down there. So if you are seven years old and older, you talk with Tucker, and he'll give you a gift. If you are under seven, talk to Talon, and he'll give you a gift, okay? So Talon, you go down there, get it for him. Tucker, you ready? So make your ways down there. So if you're seven, okay, you go talk to Talon, and he'll give you one. He's on the right there. Okay. Well, this evening, I would like to share a few words with you as we prepare for Christmas together, and, uh, and it's coming from the Christmas story, of course, and I wanted to just focus for a few moments on just two verses, and again, this is from Luke chapter 2, and it's verses 10 and 11, and it goes like this. I'll read them for you. But the angels said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy. That will be for all people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. From those two verses, we receive and learn about six different things. And I want to just share those six things with you. Uh, First of all, the Christmas message. uh, The Christmas message is an attention, attention attention-grabbing Um, event. And we are told there in verse 10 that uh, this is good news, okay? So it's good news that we're talking about tonight. Therefore, we won't be talking about the government shutdown. That's not good news, okay? Uh, Nor will we be addressing the immigration issue, okay? Remember, we want to talk about good news tonight. Uh, Tonight, we're not going to investigate the the Russian collusion thing either, okay? We're just going to leave that alone, all right? We want to focus on good news, okay? We want to focus on that which is attention-grabbing, okay? Something that's good. And here's what the angel said to the shepherds, and his message is relevant for us tonight. Do not be afraid. There's good news. In this frustrating and disturbing and chaotic world, there is good news. That's why we're here tonight. We're celebrating and honoring that good news. Well, let's learn more about this good news. Not only is it an attention-grabbing event, uh, this good news is positive. It's positive. For the angel says, I bring you good news of what? Great joy. It's positive. It's positive. Now, it's important for us here as we celebrate Christmas these next few days, it's important for us to distinguish between happiness and joy. Remember, the angel says, I bring you great joy. The angel said, I didn't bring you great happiness. So we need to make a distinction between happiness and joy. 
Now, tonight and tomorrow, many of you will be experiencing happiness as you unravel and unwrap those gifts that uh, have captivated your attention and your eyes. Uh, but you know what? You'll be happy as you open those gifts, but that happiness will be short-lived. You see, because happiness is based on circumstances. For example, that baby doll that you received that uh, says, I love you when you hold it, will stop saying, I love you. It won't say anything eventually, okay? That's just what's going to happen. And those for you who receive that remote-controlled uh, dune buggy that just rips through the house and out in the yard just having a great time, you know, eventually those batteries are going to go dead. It's not going to do anything. And you're not going to be a happy camper. And for those of you who... Uh, receive that expensive drone, you know, the one that flies over and takes those uh, wonderful pictures, you're going to be a sad camper too because you're going to crash that thing, okay? You're going to smash it, all right? You see, happiness is based on circumstances, the situation there. Well, tonight, remember, our message is of great joy. And this message that we're talking about this evening is not based on circumstances, but rather on fact, on truth, and it's not going to change. In fact, when the angel said to the shepherds, I bring you great news, or I bring you good news of great joy, that word joy, again, it's not talking about happiness, but within the meaning and understanding of joy are these thoughts. Uh, completion, okay? Fulfillment. Purpose mission. That's what's contained in that message of great joy. So the angel says, I'm not bringing you just a message of happiness. It's, it's happy. But he says, I'm bringing you a message of fulfillment. I'm bringing you a message of meaning and purpose is what he's saying this evening. And here's the good news. It gets better. The good news is universal. For it says, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all people, right? All people. So that's what I mean by it's, it's universal, okay? So God, you know, I mean, God makes his great, great message, his great gift of salvation available to everyone. Uh, God is not like Santa Claus who is checking his list to see who's naughty or nice, okay? That's not God. No, God has made his gift of salvation, that wonderful present, available to all mankind. You know, I don't know your story, your life story. I don't know if you've been naughty. I don't know if you've been nice, okay? But however, I can share this with you with confidence and certainty. You know, you know that's you know that good news that we're talking about? That good news of great joy that's for all people? Here's what I can say with certainty and confidence. That good news is for you. That good news is for you. And it's for you. Good news of great joy that's for all mankind. 
The fourth thing I want to share with you this evening is this good news is also timely. He says, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all people for today. In the city of David, a Savior has been born. Today. It's timely. Today. A Savior has been born. There's another Bible passage that I appreciate, and that's Galatians chapter 4, verses 4 and 5. And here's what it says. But when the time had fully come, God sent his son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those under the law, that we might receive the full rights of sons. What I like about uh, this verse here, these verses, um, could we back up one slide there, Dave, a little bit? But when the time set had fully come, I want you to focus on that. What that verse is communicating, it's communicating precision, okay? When the time had fully come, in other words, when it was ripe, okay, when the time was ripe, God sent his son into the world. We're talking about exact timing here that's taking place. We could paraphrase uh, this verse like this. When everything in the world was ready, Christmas. Okay, are you with me on that? When everything was just right, when the stage was set, God says, let's celebrate Christmas. So the Christmas story is time, time just right. It's precise. Today, the Savior is born. Tonight is a good night experience the joy of the good news. Also, we learn that God's news is purposeful. It's purposeful. There's a purpose behind it. So, behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all people. For to, to, today, the timing for today in the city of Bethlehem is born to you a Savior. So there's the purpose the purpose of Christmas, the purpose of God sending his son into this world. He did so because we needed a savior. There was purpose behind his giving of the son. And since we needed a savior, I mean, the title, the name savior also suggests that we need saving. We need saving from something. So why did God send his son into the world as savior? What do we need saving from? Well, part of the Christmas story, we didn't read it this evening, but part of the Christmas story is also in Matthew, the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 1. And here's what chapter 1, verse 21 says. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. There's the purpose. The Savior, he came to save us from our sins. And the last point that I'd like to point out here is that this good news is relational. This good news is relational. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all people. For today, in the city of Bethlehem, a Savior is born, and he is Christ the Lord. 
God gives us a name in this Christmas story. Why? Because God is real. And his name is Jesus Christ. You see, we're celebrating the fact that God, the creator of this world, took on human flesh and he came and he dwelt among mankind. And the reason he did was because we needed a savior, somebody who would deliver us from our sins. And he gives us life eternal. And this life eternal, this forgiveness of sin, this joy, not happiness, but this joy that we can experience comes from a relationship with Jesus Christ. I shared with the children up here, when does a gift actually become a gift? Is it a gift when the giver offers it? Or does it become truly a gift when the receiver accepts it? I submit to you that a gift truly becomes a gift when the recipient embraces and receives it. And that's the way it is with salvation. Yes, the Savior came for the world, but the reality, the realness of that gift does not take place until we, until we reach out and receive that gift. Have you reached out and received that gift of salvation that Christ is offering us? If not, I pray that you do. In fact, let's just pray tonight as we close. And I'm just going to say, I'm going to say two prayers, basically. One prayer is a prayer of telling Jesus, you know what? I want that gift. I would like you to have that gift. Remember, a gift does not truly become a gift until you receive it. Christ is offering you forgiveness. He's offering you hope. He's offering you life eternal if you will receive it. And if you have questions and you're wondering, Let's erase the questions. Let's no longer wonder. Let's on this Christmas Eve get it right and receive that gift. So I'll pray, and if this prayer is your heart's desire, just repeat these words after me in the quietness of your heart. You don't have to say it out loud. And after we've done that, I'll close this with another prayer. So let's do that. Here's the prayer for you who would like to trust Christ. Jesus, I understand that you are the good news. And you desire to give me joy. Jesus, I want joy. I want forgiveness. I want eternal life. Therefore, I accept you as my Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And Heavenly Father, for those of us who know your Savior, or excuse me, know your Son as Lord and Savior, thank you for allowing us each and every year to enjoy the birthday of your Son. And we pray all this in Christ's name. Amen.
precious promise, Son of God and Son of Man. Heaven's glory in a manger has come to us in Bethlehem. Entering into our candlelight service portion of the service, and uh, we have a number of helpers who will be lighting candles and passing the uh, flame to you. Uh, just a few brief instructions, just to make it more pleasant for you. Nobody likes hot wax on their lap and so forth. Uh, if your candle is lit, uh, keep it upright, all right? And those of you whose candle is unlit, you're the ones who does the uh, dipping to ignite the flame, all right? And then once your flame is light, you become 
immobile, if you will, and let the one next to you do the dipping as they light it, and then just pass the flame down, down the line, okay? All right, thanks. child is born. Unto us a son is given. The government will be upon his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the greatness of his government and peace there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne over his kingdom, establishing and holding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever.
Celebration. Thank you for loving us so much that you sent your one and only Son into this world. And Lord, for that we are grateful. May you be honored in our celebration. May you be uplifted as we rejoice together. And I pray all these things in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. You may extinguish your candles and you're dismissed.